0: This is the Bible in One Year Express, day 361. Hallelujah! Over 55 million people have now watched a YouTube clip of unsuspecting shoppers who get a surprise while eating lunch. A young woman, seemingly enjoying her lunch in a food court, stands up. She appears to be on her mobile phone. She begins singing the Hallelujah Chorus. All around her, over a hundred clearly pre-arranged opera singers, stand up one by one and join in. Messiah is George Frederick Handel's most famous work. It tells the story of Jesus, the Messiah. Part two is about his death on the cross, his resurrection, and his ascension into heaven. It ends with the Hallelujah Chorus. In the spring of 1742, King George II rose to his feet, as the first notes of the triumphant Hallelujah Chorus rang out. Royal Protocol has always demanded that whenever the monarch stands, so too does everyone in the monarch's presence. Thus the entire audience and the orchestra stood. King George II had accepted that he too was subject to the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. The word Hallelujah is an invitation to worship it literally means praise, hallel, the Lord, Yahweh. It occurs 24 times in the Old Testament, mainly in the Psalms, and it occurs four times in the New Testament, each of them in our passage for today. From Psalm 148 Praise the Lord, praise the Lord from the heavens, praise him in the heights above, praise him, all his angels. Praise Him, all His heavenly hosts. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all you shining stars. Praise Him, you highest heavens and you waters above the skies. Let them praise the name of the Lord. The Hallelujah Psalms At rock concerts, football matches and other big sporting events, we see extraordinary scenes of exuberant enthusiasm. Yet all these should pale into insignificance compared to our exuberant worship of God. The opening words of this psalm are Hallelujah! Praise God from heaven. The last five psalms, Psalm 146 to 150, each begin and end with Hallelujah. The psalms, as with the New Testament and the whole Bible, end with exuberant praise, blessing and delight. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord from the heavens, praise Him in the heights, praise Him, all His angels. Even the angels praise God. As we've seen in our New Testament passage for today, John, when he saw one of the angels, fell at his feet to worship him. But the angel said to him, Do not do it. I'm a fellow servant with you, and with your brothers and sisters who hold to the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. As with all the Psalms, it can naturally turn into our own prayer and praise. Praise Him, all His heavenly hosts. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all you shining stars. Praise Him, you highest heavens and you waters above the skies. Let them praise the name of the Lord. New Testament from Revelation 18 and 19. Then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a large millstone and threw it into the sea and said, With such violence, the great city of Babylon will be thrown down, never to be found again. The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The voice of bridegroom and bride will never be heard in you again. Your merchants were the world's important people. By your magic spell, all the nations were led astray. In her was found the blood of prophets and of God's holy people, of all who have been slaughtered on the earth. After this, I heard what sounded like the roar of a great multitude in heaven, shouting, Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and power belong to our God, for true and just are his judgments. He has condemned the great prostitute who corrupted the earth by her adulteries. He has avenged on her the blood of his servants. And again they shouted, Hallelujah! The 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God who was seated on the throne. And they cried, "'Amen! Hallelujah!' Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters, and like loud peals of thunder, shouting, "'Hallelujah!' For our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory, for the wedding of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready, fine linen, bright and clean.' Was given her to wear. Then the angel said to me, Write this Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And he added, These are the true words of God. At this, I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said to me, Don't do that. I'm a fellow servant with you and with all your brothers and sisters who hold to the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for it is the spirit of prophecy who bears witness to Jesus. The Hallelujah Party My father was a German Jew. Many of his family suffered and died in concentration camps under the evil empire of the Third Reich. That empire came to an end. Not long after, another evil empire arose. In Stalin's Soviet Russia, at least 20 million people were murdered. The people of God were imprisoned, tortured and killed. Today, there's ISIS, North Korea and other evil regimes around the world. The New Testament passage for today starts with the complete destruction of the great city of Babylon. We have seen that this is a way of describing not only the destruction of the Roman Empire, which the writer has in mind, but also the destruction of every Babylon that has flourished throughout history. Babylon stands for the Roman Empire, the Third Reich, Stalin's Russia, ISIS, and all the other evil regimes, totalitarian and philosophical systems. Whole nations were led astray and the people of God persecuted In her was found the blood of prophets and of the saints. This is why there is such relief when their power is brought to an end. The mass choirs in heaven sing hallelujah. After this, I heard what sounded like the roar of a great multitude in heaven shouting hallelujah. They praise God that justice has been done. God's judgments are true and just. Oh, heaven celebrate. God has judged her. Every wrong you suffered from her has been judged. Hallelujah is repeated. The whole church and all creation falls down and worships God who is seated on the throne. And they cry for a third time. Amen. Hallelujah. Finally a fourth time. Then I heard the sound of mass choirs, the sound of a mighty cataract, the sound of strong thunder. Hallelujah. Then the party begins. Let us celebrate, let us rejoice, let us give him the glory. The marriage of the Lamb has come. His wife has made herself ready. She was given a bridal gown of bright and shining linen. The linen is the righteousness of the saints. A human wedding is a whisper of the gospel. Earthly marriages point to something even more amazing and eternal your relationship with Christ Jesus. The wedding of the Lamb is the marriage of Christ and His Church. In contrast to the gaudy clothes of the adulterous and promiscuous Babylon, the Church is dressed simply in fine linen, bright and clean. You are clothed in the righteousness of Christ, and every righteous act is remembered, valued and celebrated. This is the great and eternal party, of the wedding supper of the Lamb. To be invited is the greatest blessing of all. The rest of the New Testament tells us that you are invited, but you have to choose to accept the invitation. It is not surprising that John wants to fall at the feet of the angel and worship him, but you are not to worship the messenger. Only the one whom the message is about. Worship God. And you are to go and tell others the testimony of jesus is the spirit of prophecy lord thank you that the story of this universe is going to end with hallelujah praise thanksgiving and worship thank you that we can look forward to the wedding of the lamb let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory old testament from nehemiah seven and eight all the people listened attentively to the book of the law. Ezra praised the Lord, the great God, and all the people lifted their hands and responded, Amen, Amen. Then they bowed down and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. Then Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest and teacher of the law, and the Levites who were instructing the people said to them all, This day, is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. For all the people had been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. Nehemiah said, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks, and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The Hallelujah people as we've seen just as god called nehemiah and his people to the rebuilding of the walls of jerusalem he calls us to build and rebuild the church one of the ways god guides you is that he puts ideas into your heart nehemiah said god put it in my heart to gather the nobles the officials and the peoples in general to be registered nehemiah listed the exiles who had returned When the rebuilding of the walls of Jerusalem was completed, the people gathered to hear the scriptures being expounded by Ezra, and all the people listened. They were all ears to the book of Revelation. As he opened the book, everyone stood. They stood out of respect for the word of God. Then Ezra praised God, the great God, and all the people responded, Oh, yes, yes, with hands raised high. And then they fell to their knees in worship of God, their faces to the ground. Our bodies express our hearts. That is why, when I'm on my own, I like to kneel as I read the Bible as a mark of reverence and respect to God. I've come to listen to Him and worship Him. To raise hands in worship was the common practice of both the Jewish people and the early Christians. Hands raised high. The oldest gesture of prayer in Christendom is prayer with arms extended, writes Pope Benedict. This gesture is the radical form of worship. It expresses opening ourselves to God and at the same time opening ourselves in love to others. All of our gatherings to praise and worship God are an anticipation of and participation in the great worship of heaven, the eternal Hallelujah chorus. In this passage in Nehemiah, we see an example of this. It echoes and anticipates the great worship of Revelation 19. Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest and scribe, and the Levites instructed the people. They wept as they listened to the words of the Lord. But Nehemiah told them it was a time for joy and celebration. Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. There was a time of celebration and great joy. As Joyce Meyer writes, each day that God gives us is holy and a precious gift from him. We should enjoy it fully. Joy is powerful. Nothing releases supernatural joy in our lives more than being a blessing to other people. Lord, I praise you for the coming of Christ on the first Christmas day. Thank you that we anticipate now his coming again, the marriage feast of the Lamb that will take place and the great praise and worship of heaven that will go on forever. Hallelujah. Pepper adds, Nehemiah 8 verse 10. Here we see, it's good to celebrate and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks, but if it is only for our own consumption, then it seems a little selfish and shallow. These people combined it with sending, some to those who had nothing prepared, and reading of God's word. That gave it a different dimension and depth.